This is Financially Fit Radio with Gary Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gary provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit with Gary Sickles. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another show of Financially Fit. I'm your host, Gary Sickles, founder and CEO of Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Safe Harbor Wealth Management. And our co-host is Tony Shore. We hope you will enjoy the show today. In today's show, we will be discussing protecting the surviving spouse. And ladies and gentlemen, I take this very serious. I get so many widows that come in my office after they attend one of our seminars. And I cannot tell you the heartache that they have. But the biggest problem I see with our widows is the income they lose overnight. And that's one of the things we're going to address today. So let's get started with our show today. I'd like to introduce my good friend and co-host, Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Gary. Thanks for having me on the show once again. And once again, I've had a great week, Uh, just crazy busy. How about you? How are you doing? Well, Tony, we are, uh, we're just doing fantastic. This has been a great year for, for us. You know, uh, tonight we have a seminar at the Golden Lamb in Lebanon, Ohio. We have 32 people registered. Thursday night, we're going to be in Westchester, Ohio at the Stone Creek restaurant. And we have right now 30 people registered for that. Wow. And I would like to remind our listeners, Tony, to please join us on Sunday mornings at 5.30 a.m. for our TV show, Financially Fit, on WHIO Channel 7. And folks, if that's a little early for you, don't forget you can always record that show, or you can even go to our website, safeharboroh.com, to watch all the previous shows. And if yeah. you happen, go ahead, Tony. I would recommend that the people do that. Go to the website. They can check out this show, past shows, and subscribe to the show. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I tell you what, we have a lot of good information out to our website and stuff also for them just to kind of read and stuff and educate themselves. So I would definitely encourage them to visit safeharboroh.com. All right, that sounds great. Now, what did you say we're talking about today? Uh, you know, protecting the surviving spouse. This sounds like a, a tough, a tough decision, right? Oh, Tony, you know what? It's it's unbelievable, and it's a crisis really throughout our country. To be honest with you, yeah. You know, widows, especially widows, they're living longer today. Yeah. So you know, if a widow lives, or let's say, if a person lives sixty-five years old. You know, they have a 72% chance they're going to live to be 85, a 45% chance to live to age 80, or I mean age 90, excuse me, and an 18% chance to live to age 80 or 95. But my point's this, Tony, when that husband passes away, that wife wakes up the next morning and her whole life has changed, especially when it comes to income. Well, yeah, and that's the key right there. What do you do in this situation? You have to be prepared and have a plan in place 
Uh, I would assume we frequently hear that the wife usually outlives the husband as well. Is that typically the case? Is that what you've seen for the most part? Well, you know, I've been in the business 20 years now, Tony, and I can honestly say that we have a lot more deaths with the husband dying first than we do the, the, the spouse. So, yeah, that's a major problem right there. And so many people, Tony, they just don't take the necessary steps, the planning that when that day occurs, all of a sudden, either or, it could be husband or wife, either or they wake up and their whole life is going to change, especially, again, when it comes to income and stuff. You know, a married person, when they pass away, that surviving spouse may live on half of their Social Security benefits. Very few people today have a pension to fall back on. And believe it or not, Tony, if they live to be in their let's say late 70s, 80s, lots of times when that husband passes away, they've already spent a lot of that R, that IRA that they have mm. saved for income, Tony. Yeah, so what are some ways that you help people prepare for the loss of a spouse then? Well, you know, when we ever sit down with that surviving spouse, you know, and we've done a lot of this planning, but let's talk about a prospect coming into our office. If we get that new widow that comes in our office, the very first thing we have to do is really kind of sit down and do an inventory of all their different type of assets. You know, even jewelry, power tools, you know, guns, what collectibles do they have? Then we have to make a detailed list of their brokerage accounts their retirement accounts like 401ks, IRA accounts. We have to make a listing of all their bank accounts. Do they have life insurance policies? Do they even have long-term care policies? Do they have annuities? So the detailed list is very important. Then after we kind of do that, then we have to focus on social security. You know, what is gonna be their new benefit? How much income are they gonna lose? Do they have that pension program again? And if they do, do they have survivor benefits to it? And then the last but not least here again, after we get this detailed list, Tony, our next step is to list all the beneficiaries for them because now we have to update all these records for them. And believe it or not, that's where I see a lot of mistakes because many times they don't change the beneficiary forms. Many times they only have a primary. They don't have a contingent beneficiary listed. So those are the things that we're going to set down and help them get everything prepared for them, Tony. Well, and I think that's so huge. Obviously, beneficiary designations, you have to keep those up to date. Oh, you right? do. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, it's critical. Let me give you an example of something. I use this at my seminar presentation a gentleman named by uh, William Kennedy. William Kennedy, I'm not going to mention where he worked, but when he retired, he had a $400,000 401k. And six years after he retired, him and his wife went through a divorce, Tony, and the judge awarded William and his daughter the 401k. Well, sadly, three years later, William passed away. But William forgot to do what, do you think, Tony? Uh, he forgot to change that beneficiary de designation, didn't he? He definitely did. Yeah, and here's yeah. here's the sad part, Tony. His wife predeceased him by one year. 
and she got remarried. So who oh. do you think, who do you think Tony received that $400,000 check in the mail? His ex-wife. Or her new husband. Or her yeah. new husband, yeah. 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 And the daughter sued him and went to court and the judge told him, hey, it's not the responsibility of custodians. It's your responsibility mm -hmm. to make sure beneficiary forms are always kept up to date. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that's a huge, huge part of this being prepared. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment, Gary. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick commercial break? I'd love to, Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, preparing for retirement, whether it be understanding your Social Security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid, can be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking. Visit our website at safeharboroh.com or call my office at 937-427-5486 to schedule your complimentary strategy session with me. Or if you have any questions about today's show, please give me a call. That telephone number again, 937-427-5486, or send me an email at gary at safeharboroh.com. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Gary Sickles, after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Safe Harbor Wealth Management at 937-424-9399 or visit safeharboroh.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Fit. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, is Gary Sickles from Safe Harbor. And Gary, a good show today, kind of a tough topic, but you've been talking about protecting the surviving spouse in the event that one passes away. And you covered the probability of somebody living longer than their spouse, uh, which is uh, the odds are people are living longer and longer and going to spend more time probably uh, without one spouse or the other, and that the majority of wives typically outlive their husbands. He also touched on how we can prepare for the loss of a spouse. Now, as you mentioned in our last segment, uh, you, you talked about what people should do to prepare before the death of a spouse. What are some ways for us to prepare after uh, the spouse has passed? Well, Tony, that's a great follow-up question. And let me just say, when that first spouse dies, it's like a whirlwind of emotions. They're very confused. They don't know what direction to turn. So normally when they come in our office, and one of the first things we're gonna do with them, and you have to understand this, in a lot of marriages, the husband does all of the investing. They take care of all of the debts, the bills, they pay all the bills. And really, a lot of the wives don't get involved in that, Tony. So I can't tell you how many times over the years, we had to sit down with our widows and even show them how to prepare a budget. That's very important that they understand the budget, where their money's going. Then we have to sit down with them, look at their total investments they have. We have to make sure they have the proper allocations, which again is very, very critical. But then we're going to really start putting together that income plan. Now, I will tell you this. At Safe Harbor, one of the things we take a lot of pride in, we do pre-planning. 
we know when that first spouse deceases that we're going to be able to sit down with that widow, Tony, and they're not going to be losing as much income as a lot of people that does no planning whatsoever. Well, yeah, for sure. Having a plan in place is the, the first step. And that's what you need. Good information, Gary. So what are some other ways we can prepare uh, for the devastating loss of a spouse or once a spouse has passed? Well, you know, some little things we also have to help them with is their financial type records and stuff. So when we sit down, we're going to put a spreadsheet together for them. A lot of this stuff will be into our generational vault that we'll talk about later in the show. But basically, you have to gather the account numbers what type of investment it is, contact information, who are you working with, for an example, so the kids know where to go talk to. We have to make sure we got social security numbers. What about passwords? Passwords are very critical today because people has laptops, Tony. I can't tell you how many people has walked in my office, their hands are tied because they couldn't get into the spouse's laptops, for an example. Little things that we just need to know, maiden names, You know, do you have secret keys, passcodes? How can we access these investments, this information that you have that the spouse is going to need? Then also what we're going to look at is some other legacy type planning that we have to have. Again, who is the contingent beneficiaries on all these investments? How do you want these assets to pass on to your kids? When we sit down with our attorneys and we really start putting together, Tony, their estate plan and stuff. And you have to realize today's world is completely different than five years ago. I can tell you some stuff that, you know, when we sit down and our attorneys design an estate plan, people normally does a trust because a trust have, in my opinion, a lot more benefits than just wills and durable powers of attorney. But Even today, Tony, in today's environment, a lot of our clients that's going to pass these assets on to their kids and grandkids, they put stipulations in the trust, for an example, that before they're going to release any funds to them on an annual basis, Tony, the kids have to do a drug test. Now, stop and think about that for a minute. I mean... That's the way it is today. It's hard to believe, but I get clients doing that all the time, Tony. Yeah. I I, I imagine you've seen it all, and I, I think that's why this discussion is so important on protecting the surviving spouse and knowing how we need to prepare before and after the loss of a spouse. I think it's some something that people don't want to deal with or often overlook. Uh, how does the loss of spouse affect a couple's social security benefits? Well, you know, here again, that's pretty important because when we sit down with the spouse, depending on if they're already taking Social Security, but a lot of cases they're not taking Social Security. So in some cases, based on their age and stuff, Tony, and that's where it's critical, you have to work with advisors that understand Social Security. Instead of running down there and triggering your own Social Security, you might be better off to use a widower's type benefit where you can basically get your spouse's social security and let yours grow. And then when you get to be about 70 years of age, you might be able to trigger back to your own because now yours may be higher than your spouse's social security check. 
So those are the little things that we're going to look at. But keep in mind too, Tony, a spouse really can't even start taking Social Security until they're age 60 years of age. Wow. Well, maybe you could give us an example of how this works, how the loss of a spouse affects that surviving spouse's Social Security benefit. Well, I'd be happy to. Let's take. Let's look at an example. Let's say we have a couple whose names are George and Mary, and upon the death of either George or Mary, their Social Security benefit will be reduced. Let's say from forty thousand to thirty thousand dollars a year, as an example. Well, that's going to create about a ten thousand dollar loss of income. Now, believe it or not, Tony, that's significant for a lot of people. Multiply that 10,000 times 12 months. That's $120,000 a year. So, as I said before, you have to understand the Social Security benefits, how to trigger them, when to trigger them. Are you eligible for that spouse or widower type benefit? And then here again, Tony, with the proper planning, that $10,000 that you lost of income if you had it in the right investment, we could turn that new lifetime income on and you're not going to have losses like $10,000 of income per month. And that is big when you're in retirement and now you're a sole paycheck to live on for the rest of your life. I've learned another way to protect the surviving spouses. Have your personal documents in order. I know I've heard you say that on past shows, Gary. Explain to us what that means and how that's beneficial. Well, Tony, that is very, very important right there on your personal documents. I can't tell you how many times over my 20 years, people would come into their very first meeting completely disorganized. Coming, they're telling me, well, you know, we couldn't find this, we couldn't find that. Or they come in with a shoebox with all their statements and stuff in it. My goal is with every one of my clients, we're going to sit down, we're going to review every single document you have, and we're going to organize it for you. We're going to make sure you have detailed information in the vault of every item that you possibly have that you own. Could be life insurance, could be long-term care, you know, bank accounts. Many times when you go to a bank and open up a bank account, they never, ever ask you. Do you want to put a payable on death on that account like a POD? That's critical. We always make sure if you don't have a trust, that if you have PODs and TODs, which is transfer on death, on all your type of assets. Then we're going to set down, there's really two different types of categories that we look at. Your legal papers and your financial documents. We're going to break those down that you basically have all those organized. And then after we sit down and we make sure everything's updated, everything's organized for you, Tony, normally what I like to do is have a meeting with the children. Now we're gonna sit down with the kids. We're gonna show the kids, this is what your mom has left for an example. And this is where the documents are located. If they're a client of Safe Harbor and they're in the generational vault, we're going to set down the kids, show them how they have access to the vault where they can go out and have their hands on any document dad and mom possibly has. Wow. I think that's fantastic. That sounds like a, a great tool. So once we've organized all our documents, what's the next step we need to take? 
Well, let's talk about where you can organize these documents. You know, a lot of people will store them in a file cabinet at home. A lot of people might even have, for an example, a safety deposit box. I personally don't like safety deposit boxes because it seems like whenever you need to get access, you cannot, the banks aren't open for an example. A lot of people will keep their wills and trusts with an attorney. That's fine and dandy, but you also need to keep original for yourself. And the reason I say that is lots of times that attorney could be deceased. You may move. You got to have access to those type of records. Another thing we're going to look at basically is sometimes people lets their good friends keep these documents in a safe place or their children. But the one I love the most and I think makes the most sense here today is digital type of storage, Tony. Yeah, and that's that sounds good. And you utilize that generational vault uh, for your clients, don't you? Well, we use a generational vault. And here again, if they go to our website, they can actually see the generational vault. But when you partner with our company, you receive access to the generational vault. It's a secure online portal that allows you easily to organize, manage, and access your financial life, Tony. That's the bottom line. This secure online portal allows you to upload important documents and view your financial information whenever you want to. And we even teach, again, like your children, which is very important because a lot of your kids will be your executors or a trustee in the trust, and they'll have to know how to access these documents, Tony. Yeah, and so once we get all those documents organized, what's the last step we need to take to ensure that the surviving spouse is taken care of? Well, I think the very last thing we have to do for them and stuff is we have to sit down after we get everything organized for them and stuff, Tony. We have to make sure our spouse understands what steps to take during their retirement. That's critical. Did we address for them not only the organization, not only the Social Security, but what about the income? We want to make sure that our widow has enough income coming in, Tony, for the rest of her life where she does not have any worries whatsoever. And again, with the proper planning, there's products out there that when that first spouse dies, that survivor is going to get lifetime reliable income for as long as they live. And in my opinion, Tony, that's the most important thing we can do for any widow or widower. Wow. Yeah, that's hugely important. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show, Gary. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, folks, if you don't remember anything about today's show, please remember this. If you don't have a plan today, you need to have a plan for tomorrow. And that's what our goal is at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. So please take the time, visit our website at safeharboroh.com or call my office at 937-427-5486 to schedule your complimentary strategy session with me. And stop and think about it. What do you really have to lose? All you're getting is a second opinion to make sure you're on the right path for a successful retirement. And Tony, that telephone number again, 937-427-5486, or please send me an email at gary at safeharboroh.com. All right. Well, thanks, Gary. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio. 
with our host, Gary Sickles. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Please join us next week, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Fit. Take care and make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Gary Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 937-427-5486 or visit online at safeharboroh.com. Gary Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.